For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. So I'm not too concerned about our receiving core when you got Tom Brady throwing them the ball. I think you and I can go out and get two or three receptions if Tom Brady's throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, you know, I feel very confident going into any game having Tom Brady at the helm. And this has been statistically one of his best seasons ever. He seems yes. to only be getting better. And he's 40, what, 43 years old. If he doesn't get the MVP and Bruce Arian said something along those lines uh, today, that it'll be, a, I think the word that uh, Bruce Arians used was travesty. And that's that's fitting because, you know, a lot of the bookmakers in Vegas have Aaron Rodgers as the front runner to get the MVP. And Aaron Rodgers, had, he's had a fantastic season, yeah. no doubt. But most valuable player is what it is. And Tom Brady is the most valuable player. Did you Sorry. see that one one writer for the, for the Chicago Tribune said he wouldn't vote for Aaron Rodgers because he's not vaxxed? Yeah, go to hell, dude. I'm so sick of people and their politics. Like, we're talking football and who's the most valuable player to a team. You know, it doesn't matter, you know, if you agree with how he handles, you know, COVID protocols outside of football. Up yours. Shove it up your ass. I'm so sick of people. You idiot. Jerk off. I'm sure that 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 sentiment is not totally uncommon in that realm. With oh, journalists and writers, even sports writers. I've seen a lot of them, even locally here. We got I some have. very opinionated, uh-huh. politically, writers about sports, which is crazy to me because you're yeah. right. It's sports. That's all it yeah, we, we We watch sports to get away from that crap. Yeah. So you know? I, I bet you that he's one of those. I mean, he just feels comfortable for whatever reason expressing that sentiment. But I'm sure there's probably a lot of that underneath. Not that I would hate for, for Tom to win it. Just be, for that reason, where you got some guys who are saying, I'm not going to vote, and girls, uh, I'm not going to vote for uh, well, for Aaron Rodgers because he's not vaxxed. Well, what about Tom Brady? Tom Brady, uh, you know, used to golf with Trump, and he, he needs a known Trump supporter. Are they well, going to not give it to him because of that? I don't know if he's... <sighs> yeah, I know what you mean. That he got. I know he had the, the hat in his locker at one point, but he's... He's all about, you know, and maybe he did vote for Trump, Tom Brady, but probably did vote for Trump. But you know what? Cares? Probably a lot of decent people did. You know what I mean? Who oh, cares? Sure. I, I Believe me, I, I think that that's totally fine for him right. to do that. Uh, but he also said it as he just totally poo-pooed it and he doesn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. I would say that Aaron Rodgers is pretty vocal about his, you know, opposition to this mandate in the NFL for the vaccine. So he's kind of embracing this bad guy, you know, attitude. Um, and that also is a current hot topic of everything is the shots and the uh-huh. and COVID and all that. So I even, yeah, I'm, of- I'm, I'm on the flip side of that. Like I, not that I'm anti-vax, but I respect Aaron Rodgers in that regard. And I don't even like Aaron Rodgers, right? He's always come off as a douche to me, but I respect how he's handled it because he is he is big on freedom, and that's what I am still holding on to. You know, that glimmer of hope that we still have freedom and choices in this country. And I think that's what a lot of people are, are willing to just give up. 
because they're being told to. And I, I think that him pushing back against that and guys like Cole Beasley and people like that, I think that they're not anti-vax. I think they just don't want to be told what to do. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with that, you know, 100%. It, and it's really unfair that he would be, even if you disagree with Aaron Rodgers on that, which and I get that, that a lot of people do, and that's fine right. to disagree uh-huh, you're with allowed him. to. Uh-huh. But for his merit to be discounted, I think Tom Brady, and I'm not just being a homer here, I think Tom Brady should win the MVP. He deserves it. I, yes. I think he does. Um, but it would be a shame if somebody missed out on that accolade just for a uh, a stance, you know, a political yes. stance or a feeling and expressing, you know, how you feel. I, that that would just be a shame. So I, I'm, I'm sympathetic to Aaron Rodgers in that respect. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, he won it last year, and I remember, I remember I said he deserved it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think, you know, there's a lot of things that play into it. You know, stats obviously are one metric, but there's also, like, who is the most important to their team, the most valuable player. And what did they do to elevate their team? And where, you know, Tom Brady has done it all year long. Had, did he have a couple bad games? Sure. But, I mean, that game yesterday should have solidified it, though. Sorry. I mean, just the st- I mean, the stats you can't you can't argue with. And him mm-hmm. getting the uh, season. I mean, what was it? There was a lot of records that he broke for the Bucks. Too. And I know oh, yeah. one of them was yards in a season. Most and, touchdowns. And yes, I, people are going to say, of course, that, well, there's 17 games now. So you got to put an asterisk because he broke Jameis Winston's single season record this year with the one extra game. And people are talking about, oh, we got to put an asterisk on. But didn't there used to be before 16 games? Wasn't there less games before 16? Uh, 1977, I think is when they went to 16. It was 14 games before that. So that's always been the case where the game changes and things, you know, sure. you, you'll be drowning in these asterisks if you do that. Just mm-hmm. to, And those are just, you know, the Monica's, the Brady haters that would want, you know, an asterisk to be on there and would say that, oh, he's not that, you know, he needed an extra game to do it, stuff like that. But he's already the best quarterback in two seasons with the Buccaneers. He's the best one we've ever had. And probably will ever have, frankly. Uh, he's, oh, yes. still, he's way overperforming. I don't think anybody expected him to be this good later in his career. He's he's playing the best football of his life. Forty-four, at 44 years, years old. Years old. It, it's, Sick. It's, it's astonishing. Has he thrown one pass to where you went? Oh yeah, there wasn't a lot of zip on that one. Maybe he's uh he's getting a little long in the tooth. I remember like like Peyton Manning looking just horrible the last like season or two to his throwing strength. I remember even Drew Brees last year couldn't get the ball way down the field. And you could tell it was like, oh man, he really looks old. You know, so and he was only like 40, I think. So Tom Brady at 44 looks as good as anybody in their twenties. It's disgusting. I mean I feel like, yeah, we're at least gonna have him for one more year. If he performs super well again next year. Let's hope and I, I hope you know. I don't know. Green Bay's good. Going into Green Bay, would yeah, be, that that's tough. Um, We're tough. And, and we got lucky, you know, last year with it being semi decent weather. It's very cold, but it wasn't, uh, you know, snow or anything like that. Got good, good weather, uh, you know, for the most part. Yeah. So let's say, okay, the, uh, I don't even want to put it into ether. I'm afraid to say anything. Anyway, uh-huh. let me just buy. You know what I'm going to say. I know. I'm thinking it too, and I don't even want to think about it. So he has another year where he comes back. And plays well. I mean, he might go, listen, I'm still playing really good. 
I, yes. I'm going to sign another two-year deal. Maybe. I mean, maybe it, plays till he's 47, 48. He mentioned, you know, the 50 number before, yeah. and it was kind of tongue in cheek, obviously, when he said that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the the numbers don't lie. If he's until still he slows good. down, until his body tells him he can't or he starts declining, then why not? And right now, he's fine. TB12 system is working. Yeah, so I mean, and I and I know it can kind of be one of those things that happens uh, slowly, and then boom, all of a sudden right. you're you're not playing good, then you're embarrassing yourself. And I know he doesn't want to do that no. either, but I don't know, man. It would be hard to. I would imagine for him too, being the competitor that he is, to go. Well, I'm 45, you know, but I just had my best season of my career. Uh-huh. And why would I hang it up right now? So I don't know. It's exciting, and I I. I hope that he continues to play well into into next season. I got high hopes for this year. It'd be great to go back to back, and then you got him again for for another year. You get that three, that dynasty. You know, I would imagine then if you get the three, let's just say that happens, that he probably goes. All right, I think I've proved everything that I need to prove. He already has. Really, he's the best of all time. But going to the Bucks in three years, three Super Bowl victories. Even if he is performing well, he might he might just say, "All right, I'm going to hang it up." Even if he is, you know, having terrific seasons, but I would, must eat at him though. Be like, what else can I do? I don't know. Yeah, um, I don't know. Like, I I think he goes into coaching or general managing maybe after that. I don't know. I I can't really speak on his behalf, but what I can attest to is his love for football. He you can tell it's. It's as strong as anybody's love for football. He's like a kid out there. He loves playing football, and that's why he keeps playing, and that's what keeps him youthful. You know, it, it's more than a job to him. He he's very passionate about slinging that pigskin. He loves it more than probably anybody on the planet. So that's what keeps him going. Makes my heart happy, man. Today was uh, not a good day for football for a lot of coaches out there. A lot of firings in the NFL today, huh? Well, yes, there was. It was the uh, dreaded Black Monday. And I think the most surprising name that came up as far as being fired was the Miami Dolphins getting rid yeah. of their coach, um, Brian, Brian Flores. Flores. Cause he, yeah. he, they was, I mean, he, the Dolphins were a kind of an upstart. They were close to getting into the playoffs this year. They've had two winning seasons. He was kind of changing they the won, culture there. They won seven games in a row this season. Yeah. They started off like one and seven, and then popped off seven games in a row, I think. it's, it's so. That was pretty shocking. I guess there was some... Uh, Mm. Uh, beef with the general manager and him I'm and sure. one had to go, but it was surprising mm-hmm. that they chose, you know, especially, you know, I the the elephant in the room for me is he's a black coach. And we always talk about well, we don't, but the league always talks about how they need more black coaches. Equity. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of surprising to see a guy, young guy, that was performing fairly well, that was, mm-hmm. you know, in his second season. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I know his, he'll, he's going to get hired again ASAP. The Vikings he'll have get, an opening. He'll get a, Broncos, yeah, it, you know, there's a lot of teams. So well, he'll also he'll get a coordinator job at the very least. But and on the flip side of that, though, you got to kind of respect Miami for not being scared to fire him for that reason. <laughs> yeah, you know what <laughs> I mean. You know that's going to get thrown around. That, and I, that and if I was a, if I was an owner, I would just you know I would handle my business accordingly, and I, race would never be a factor. Is that a situation though, where they have to replace him with an African American coach? No, they just the Rooney rule. You have to interview a certain amount. I'm not sure you the can... number, but I think it's at least two or three. When you have an opening, you have to, um, um you know, yeah, you got to interview a certain amount. But 
I don't know. Which I, is I think stupid I, too, because it doesn't guarantee they're going to hire them. Right, so it's a, right. You know, I, I don't could know. see uh, the pressure there to replace him with a black coach, just because I don't know. They, they they keep striving, keep talking about it. you got to have black coaches. So you I mean, uh, and you also have the Buccaneers have two coordinators. You know, we'll see what happens after the season. They may have just won two back to back. You know, Super Bowls. You got mm-hmm. Byron Leftwich, and uh, oh my God, what's his name? Defensive coordinator. Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles. You got Todd mm-hmm. Bowles there. Todd Bowles is a former uh, coach with the Jets, head coach. I mean, so he has head coaching experience. They're going to get honestly. Honestly, there really should be way more black coaches, um, just because there's way more black players and former players usually make better coaches. So you would think over the last, you know. 40, 50 years, you know, you have all these retired players. And even even 30 years ago, the the the, the league had a lot of black players. So, you know, you would, you would think just naturally there'd be a lot more black coaches in the league because they have so much knowledge of the game, you know. So, you know, you would hope, you know, by now, if not, you know, down the line, they wouldn't even need a Rooney rule. You're just going to go, look, the best guys available – are pretty diverse. There's there's a lot of black guys to choose from. There's a lot of white guys to choose from. Hell, there's Hispanic guys out there coaching. You know, uh, Ron Rivera. You know, guys like that. So, it's hopefully we'll get to the point where, you know, it's just the best person for the job, and we don't have to play, you know, equity game and and uh, you know all this stuff. You know.